Welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Say. Welcome to our latest episode of the Kasafa Show, where we'll have a special interview with the Mamalodi Sundowns ladies coach, Jerry Shabalala, ahead of their CAF Women's Champions League final against the host Royal Armed Forces of Morocco in Rabat on Sunday. Shabalala has steered aside to a second successive final after lifting the trophy in Egypt last year, and he gives his thoughts on Sundowns' campaign to date, what to expect from their opponents in the decider, and much more. Um, so, Coach, you've, you've come through a tough semi-final against Simba Queens. You now face uh, Asfar in the final. Before we do talk about Sunday's decider, just your impressions from the game against Simba? Yeah, look, uh, it was a tough game for us yesterday, you know. I think they came with, uh, I would say, more or less similar approach from, from our first game against Bayeskapi. They, they wanted to, to unsettle us as early as possible. They were very, very aggressive. You know, they were very aggressive. And I like the fact that they, they played the ball from the back. They, they were very, very patient in terms of their build-up. And they didn't allow us to, to play. They didn't even give us a single chance on the ball. They tried to win almost each and every second ball. So at some point that my younger midfielder in Oradu, McQueenish was battling in terms of holding the balls for us. And I've decided to make an early, an early change, try to bring in Talia Smith to try and stabilize the midfield, you know. So I like that, but I think uh, they had a very, very good first half. Their pressing was very high. But at some point, I felt like they're not going to do, they're, gonna, they're not going to press us for the entire 90 minutes. I knew that at some point they would crack. And believe me, they, they only maintained that for 70 minutes. The last 20 minutes, minutes. That's when we came back and controlled the game a little bit and we managed to get a goal. So credit must go to their coach. And in terms of the tactical approach, I know there's a lady by the name of Sveti Densa who normally plays as a CDM for them. But on the day she was converted to become a right back, you know, just to try and close us. Because we just sat down to get a team up playing with wingbacks, but just to try and close those, that, that space they were there on the right or on the left. But overall credit must go to my players yeah, and I guess, you know, more than anything, you, you kind of had to work hard and, and hang in there a little bit. Does that kind of speak to the mental strengths of your side um, to, to keep going in that way? True, true. You know, uh, you know when it comes to the mental strengths, uh, we need to give credit to, to our management. We, we've brought Dr. Nonsa with us to come and help the players in terms of, of mental fitness, you know, and it also shows that we are a team that doesn't give up as much as we never had a good a good half, but we we show the teams that uh, we are the real African champs. You know, as a champion, you don't just give up like that. You you got to push that till the twelve rounds in a box. So we really showed some character. And I'm sure our, our listeners would love to hear your thoughts on Boitemelo Robale, who's been outstanding in this competition so far. Yeah, you know, uh, it's not it's not only Boitemelo Robale who's who's been outstanding. Yes, you know, I always say. Uh, Strikers win you games, but defenders win you tournaments. When you look at when you look at our defensive record, today we've only considered one goal. You know, uh, the 
in the squad between last year and this year. Is there much of a difference or, or is it kind of just continuity? I think it's continuity. You know, when you look at the 70% of the squad, not, not 70%, let me just say 80% of the squad has been played the previous tournament. We still kept the 80%. So it really shows you that it's, it's just continuity. It's nothing. It's only a few players that are new and those who are not playing regularly in this team would be so with the experience gained from the previous tournament, for them to bring it this, uh, to bring the level up at this time, that's very good for us. And then if we look ahead to just Sunday's final, you're playing Asfar. Of course, you you'll know them quite well. You played them last year. I think it was nil nil. Um, you will have seen them in this tournament. Just your your thoughts on them. Oh, uh, what a tricky side, a very very tricky side. They're very comfortable on the ball. On the ball. Honestly speaking, one of the best in uh, in terms of uh, their players, individual players. Technically, technically they are very good, well organized. I saw them yesterday. They know how to defend. Uh, they know how to they know how to waste time. You know those those tricks. But in terms of them going forward, they are very very big. And they, 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 they can they can any team in transition. And we've got to be very very uh, cautious in terms of how we approach them. But I think we do have a plan for them that all everyone would want to unsettle them as early as possible. One thing that I've picked up with them when. When you press them higher, you know, they, they tend to panic, especially the bed. So we don't have to allow them to, to go out from their defensive dirty and add into their back of it. We got to press them before they could get even into our into our front. A lot of the Asfar players, I think, were in the Moroccan side that lost to South Africa in the final of the Women's uh, African Cup of Nations this year. Does that add a little bit of extra spice, do you think? There will be a little bit of revenge, perhaps, on their minds? <laughs> you know, what I like about, what I like about this, we played Kasaka in the final. There was a time where Bafana, I think it was Bafana, played against Ghana, where, where Ghana beat Bafana by one goal. So everybody was hyping it up, as in like, now it's against South Africa versus Ghana. You know, so again this year we go Banyana beat uh, go Banyana beat Morocco in the final, and here we are. We play against the Moroccan team in the final. Uh, they might, they might love to them. For them, for them, they're gonna come with that mentality. I'm certain about it. They're gonna come and say we revenge for our national team. Remember, we also got players who are playing the national team, players who, who would want to protect the pride of their nation. Uh, 
when you look at our difference, especially the bad tracks of Kisoto Makubela, you will see too that they, they, they defend the pride of the nation. Uh, so that's going to be a hunting of a game. Yeah, I mean, that's an important point that you make there. I mean, you've won so much in the last couple of years. Is it quite easy to keep your players hungry and motivated for success? You, you know, uh, it's not that it's not that easy. You 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 got to keep telling them that uh, they got to keep believing in themselves, and good things are coming. You know, the motivation to us this year it's, it's the fact that we're crossing our three our fingers that if we win this Champions League, we're hoping that there'll be club World Cup. You know, so our vision is beyond Champions League. We we are in the club World Cup with the hope that FIFA will announce it. So we know that if we win, uh, we stand a good chance of representing Africa. You know, so hence you see the girls are so motivated the motivation is from us wanting to play against the best in the world to see to see how good we are yeah there was actually going to be it's on my list of questions there about the, the FIFA Club World Cup they've been for women they've been talking about it for quite a number of years now I think at least since 2017 what would it mean for you to represent uh, South Africa and to represent Sundowns on that global stage against the best teams in the world yeah, look it, it will mean a lot for us you know uh, if you could recall not long time ago FIFA Club rankings were, were released where we feel we we are ranked 26 in the in the world in terms of the of the, of the clubs but we we want to we want to improve on that we, we set ourselves a target as, as a team to say we want to be amongst the top 10 the top 10 best teams in the world you know so hence you see the girls are pushing so hard uh, to find themselves all the time and then even if it's announced we know that we are the team that's going to represent Africa as a whole uh, for standouts if, if you could recall before even the chairman before when when the president when the president the previous president when he when he when he took over at Sundowns, he said he wanted Sundowns to conquer to conquer Africa. I think he's a visionary of a champ. He, he wasn't meaning only in, in terms of the, of the of the men's football, but he had this vision to say even in women's football. So when you are saw those kind of 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 dreams as a coach, you are also required to to follow in in your previous president's step to say we also want to conquer Africa, and we did it before. Here yeah, again, we've got a chance to do it again, and we, we want to make we want to make Sundowns very very proud. And, and you talk about doing it again there. Um, does the experience of winning last year kind of um, help the squad in terms of making them believe that they can win? You know, they've they've kind of been there, they've done it already. Um, does that? Do you think that will be a help in, on Sunday? That could play as a, as, a, as a motivating factor for the girls. They know how they, they know how important it is. Uh, I think the other motivating factor, uh, as you may be aware, as you may be aware that at Sunday, I think it's a policy. It doesn't matter which cup you play. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a bigger carrot in front of the girls. We all know that this year, Kev has got just prize money. You know, so I believe that the girls that that is in front of them. It will also be a motivating factor. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then if we just talk a little bit about the man behind the team, you know, your journey in football and, and how you came to, to lead Sundowns Ladies, where did it all kind of begin for you and what has been your path? Yeah, yeah. I got myself involved in women's football in 2009. Uh, I started, started coaching a team in, in Pumalanga called Detroit Ladies. But I always started coaching them in 2010. We went all the way to play in a national championship in South Africa. Then 2011, 2011, I because I didn't win, I didn't win the 
playoff attempts. The owner of the team said he wanted me to win, and I didn't win. In 2011, I coached Luso Africa and Houghton, a team based in Houghton. Then I moved 2012 when when the late coach of Mabalodi Sundowns, Brian Jube, when he passed on. There were a couple, a few players who were playing at Luso Africa in, who were playing for me in Luso Africa 2011. Uh, if I still recall, I don't know if you know Maria Mutola, the 800, 800 meters. Yes, Mazambique. Yeah, yes. you've got a, a, a good relationship with your number two Agnes um, we saw her last year <laughs> very um, enthusiastic on the sidelines just a word about her and, and how you two work together you, you know we, we come a very long way with that there's people they won't they, 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 won't, they won't believe this uh, when I was at Detroit ladies the first year she was not there the following year when I thought I was going to be the coach again when I got set I wrote her in to come and play for me but the unfortunate part happened that I got set and she stayed at Detroit. When I moved to Sundowns, that's when I started contacting and said, hey, this 2018, I think it was the said, I want you to come and play for me. What a fantastic player she was. She was an all-rounder. You can play here as a, as a centre-back. You can play as a CDM, as a striker, you know. But there was something that, there was something that I saw in this, in this kid that she's capable of anything. She can be a, she's an all-rounder and she can be a coach. And But I saw that age was catching up with, with her and I said, look, I think, you know, Robert, giving me what you used to give me but for me to reward you it will be best to, to take you to coaching school you know so I sent her to have I've encouraged her to go and do the coaching courses and indeed she did the coaching she did the coaching course and I wrote her in as, a, as an assistant coach because I believed in her and I saw something in her that she's going to be one of the top coaches in, in years coming you know so basically that's how that's how we've been moving so close with her yeah and, and just to sort of like a, a general question Question. Is there really a difference between coaching a women's team and a men's team? Or is football is football and the fundamentals all stay the same and the tactical setup all remains the same? Like, you know, for me, I've worked with the boys before. You know, uh, for me, football is football. There's, there's no different whatever tactics that you put, you know, uh, in terms of players' technique. You know, there are some girls who are technically good in, when, when you compare to, to some of the boys. But yes, there are a couple of few challenges that one, one is facing. Especially, especially coaching the girls. When it's you know when it's that time of the match as, as, as a coach, you got to understand that you won't you won't get that uh, performance from from the girls. But with boys, there's no time of the month, you know. So those are kind of challenges that you you face as a coach when you when you coaching girls. And then yeah. there's I, I believe there's sort of a rule in place that. Banyan Banyana must be coached by women. So that, for the, as things kind of stand at the moment, that doesn't seem to be an option for you. Would, would you kind of look at uh, moving over to men's football at some stage if, if the opportunity arose? My honest, my honest opinion, stay where you are now. Mm. I, don't, I don't see myself going to coach men's football anytime soon. I enjoy under coaching by ladies. Uh, even if it means maybe I get another job, but it will be in a, in a women's football, not in a, in a 
And then you you um, claimed another domestic uh, league title this season in the Hollywood Bet Super League, which means you'll be back in the Kasafa Women's Champions League next season. How eager are you kind of to regain that title from, from Green Buffaloes in 2023? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we're doing our level best so that we don't go back again to Kosafa just to try and defend our Champions League title so that we can go straight back to the Champions League, you know? <laughs> I know this is the Kosafa. I know this is the Kosafa interview, but I'm not teasing Kosafa, but us playing Kosafa, you know, it would be nicer for us to become defending champions so that we can add, we can add another South African team to go and compete in a, in a, Kosafa, in a Kosafa tournament for us, you know? Because when you look at the rules, even this year, I don't think we were supposed to participate when I looked at the rules, but it is what it is, you know, so it would be nicer to give a team that came second from our league the opportunity to go and compete and see how the level of, of Champions League. So basically, what are we trying to do? We're trying our level best to defend this Champions League title so that we can qualify automatically. And if we just talk uh, briefly about the Hollywood Bet Super League, how have you seen the standard? Has, have you seen it risen in the last few years or, or plateaued? Where where do we sitting with that? Honestly speaking, the standard it has risen, it has grown big time. Like when you look in terms of all the games that we we played, uh, when I recall the first year we won the league without losing a draw. Following year we had a draw. The third year now we got two lose and a draw. So it turns out like the standard it has grown, you know. And you look at it, the teams that are below below your top eight. Some of the teams when they play against your your African Champions League we they perform well. I think the only problem with the teams with our standard is the consistency from the teams. You know, if, if all teams can be consistent in terms of their performance when the performance that give when they play Magnetic Sundowns, if they could give in all games, I think our standards can be of of a very, very, very high standard. Coach, uh, thank you so much uh, for your time. I really do appreciate it. I wish you the best of luck for Sunday. I know everyone in the Kasafa region will be firmly behind uh, Sundowns, bringing home the trophy again. And uh, yeah, thank you. We, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much, my brother. And thank you for supporting Women's Football Kosafa. We're, we're doing this for Kosafa region. And thank you for being there for us. We, we really appreciate it. That's it for another episode of the Kasafa Show. We wish Mama Lady Sundowns ladies all the best in the final as they look to make it back-to-back wins for Kasafa in this continental competition. Don't forget, you can listen to more of our podcasts on Sokoloduma Radio, Kasafa.tv, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also get the latest news via our website at www.kasafa.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok.